Yep. I always go by the... Welcome. This is jazz, just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, and I'm the host. Jazz, just the way we like it is a weekly jazz podcast playing those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s and beyond. Those songs I listened to as a young man, and here I am now playing them for your pleasure. And also to introduce a younger generation to that fabulous American art form known as jazz. I'm in the studio um, with uh, my good friend, Lawrence Williams, and co-host. Hey, Larry, how you doing? All right, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm very good, good, man. I'm good. How was your week? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, things are pretty good. Like I was saying earlier, I'm I'm, not... House sitting for my daughter, so uh, it's going to be a, a different experience this weekend. Okay. Starting with today. Yeah. So I got my granddaughter and her two pets, which one is a blue nosed pit bull who loves to jump all over me, and a, uh, a bunny, a black bunny rabbit. Wow. So I got to got to make sure that they're fed and walked and stuff like that. Wow, seems like quite a bit as you spoil your granddaughter. I know, <laughs> you, I know you're doing that, Larry. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, let's get to some things that we do best, and that's play some music, play some jazz, and talk some politics. We always start the podcast off with a, a song that somehow speaks to issues about social justice. Now, here's a song that, you know, really helps people how to deal with issues of social justice. And this is a fairly new artist in the sense that, you know, within the last couple of years, uh, Jasmina Horn, and she has a wonderful recording called Free Your Mind. So sit back and enjoy. One, two, one. Two, one, free your mind and let your thoughts expand. Take your time, only on your command. Free your mind and let your thoughts expand. Just unwind, look to the promised land. Don't hold on to hatred that can be a heavy load. expand take your time you will find love is kind and sublime when you free your mind
thoughts expand Take your time Only on your command Free your mind Let your thoughts expand Just and wine Look to the promised land Don't hold on To hatred That can be a heavy load You can be free and lift it Take you where you wanna go The pursuit of happiness is inside of you Listen to your soul Be who you desire to Free your mind Let your thoughts expand Freedom's alive Inside the child, woman, and man Free your mind Just let your thoughts expand Take your time Jasmina Horn, a song called Free Your Mind from her Love and Liberation album. I love the words to that song, and she has a line in there that says, Free your mind, don't hold on to hatred. And we know what that can do to you when you hold on to hatred. Man, how'd you like that one, Larry? That was beautiful, man. I love the scat. I mean, you know, me and the scat, if somebody can scat well, I'm... I'm you know, I'm automatically a fan. I've become a fan of this automatically. I think this is the first time I've heard her, but she's uh, she's really got a very lyrical voice. And um, I, I, like I said, I'm, glad, I'm I'm being introduced to some new things here, which is always good. Yeah. 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 You know, it's interesting that you mentioned the scat because she's very good at that. By the way. But the first person to do that is our next artist that we're going to play, Louis Armstrong. That's where it originated with. In fact, he not only started scat, but he also started improvisation. Because before him, they used to play lyrical stuff. Uh, but he started, you know, that improv solo was one of the first jazz musicians to do that. They have a great documentary on, uh, I believe it's Hulu, called Black and Blue. And that's the name of a song he recorded, Black and Blue. And it's from a uh, Broadway play, I believe, called Hot Chocolate. That was uh, done in the 1920s somewhere, sometime in the 1920s. And it's an interesting documentary. You really get a personal look at him and his viewpoints. You know, we used to think of, of Louis Armstrong as a more uh, Uncle Tomish character, but that's not the that's not the issue. I mean, he was aware of what he was doing, and uh, he was a serious musician. Recorded everything, everything, mm. uh, but he felt that you know his music spoke for itself. Uh, but if you get a chance, man, see that documentary. And 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 that song, uh, Black and Blue, we're going to play that because there's this powerful line in there that says, my only sin 
is my skin. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's listen to Louis Armstrong, man, uh, on this uh, Black and Blue. Here's one of our recordings, beautiful number called Black and Blue. Let's
Louis Armstrong, Black and Blue, recorded in 1929. How'd you like that piece, Larry? Yeah, that was really good. Uh, as you were talking earlier, I, I, I sort of like remember like uh, uh, growing up and uh, when when I was a teenager and in the 60s and early 70s. And, and you wasn't I, a teenager I, in the 70s. Who you jive? <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking about uh, how I thought of Louis Armstrong as you mentioned the word Uncle Tom. I I I, I denigrated his work and, and I, I didn't I didn't like it uh, because of what I thought he should be avant garde. He should you know yeah. he should be a Sanders like a, or yeah. or John oh, yeah. Coltrane. But he lived during a time where that this was oh, the yeah. music and he played. The hell out of the music. Yeah, he, he was he, you know, it, he was innovated to yeah, it. He took yeah. it to another stage. Yeah, if you listen to the notes, they're so precise. Uh, that yeah. is the beauty of, of of playing that instrument. Yeah, is to get the the notes that precise. The yeah. other part of I like about this was they got a trombone in there. I love trombone. That's, that was that was my instrument. Yeah, and whenever there's I don't know who's playing. <laughs> But he was doing a good job, whoever it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, a, a Louis Armstrong can have such pure notes. Yes. Absolutely pure, man. Yeah. And not many trumpet players can consistently play like that. You know, but it was recorded in 1929, man. It was a whole different thing. And this guy was loved all over the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, he brought jazz all over the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you he know? was an ambassador yeah. for this country. And also during that time, there was another person, man, who we know. This young, this lady who, uh, uh, oh, what did I do? I think I lost her. I'm going to have to try and find her later. I was going to play some Bessie Smith. Oh, yeah. Do you see her up here? Uh, I think, no, I don't have her, right? No, you just have one. Yeah. So we will be at the top if she was there. Yeah, I know. Uh but uh she was uh she plays she sings a song that I really like, man. She uh -huh. sings this song, uh uh Need a Little Sugar in My Bowl. Ah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's very sexual in innuendos. Uh huh. Uh but uh she was another one ahead of her time. Yeah, and she was her own boss, right? Yeah. She wanted, yeah. Um, she did, uh, um, I mean, she took care of her, her own business. Yeah. Whereas a lot of women didn't, a lot of musicians didn't take oh, yeah. business yeah. the way that she did. She was, she I was. I saw a, something about, I think it was about her, um, um, I, I don't know whether or not it was on Netflix or something like that, and and it showed her life and how hard she had it, oh, yeah. uh, and how she had to take charge. She was born in 1894. Oh man, wow! So you know, uh, a long time ago, man, and yeah. uh, well, she passed away uh, uh, 1937, but she recorded this "Need a Little Sugar in My Bowl." in 1931 with all these heavy sexual suggestions. Nina Simone uh, did a version of this. Uh-huh. So uh, I got her up now. So let's listen to okay. Bessie Smith, man. We, we going way back now. We did a little Louis Armstrong and going to kick it with a little Bessie Smith. So enjoy. Uh, hold on, let me get this... Make sure I got this right. Here we go, folks.
Powerful sexual suggestions in that song, uh-huh. but it was like imagine that time singing that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with between her and Armstrong, you can almost see the early roots of jazz coming out of that blues, uh, New Orleans Southern experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> a lot of those musicians, you know, moved north and and influenced the music. Uh, but that Bessie Smith, man, need a little sugar in my bowl. That's something else. <laughs> oh, yeah, to say the least. All right, let's uh, bring it back to the modern times, man. Well, not that modern. We're going to go to 1952, a piece recorded in 1952 uh, by Milt Jackson, who was the Vibes player for the Modern Jazz Quartet. And this has Monk on piano, Lou Donaldson on alto sax, <coughs> John Simmons on bass, Shadow Wilson on drums, and Milk Jackson on vibes or xylophone. And it's called uh, Bags Groove. So enjoy this. <laughs> Bags groove. 
Jackson with a really powerful lineup. He had Theolonius Monk on uh, piano. Yeah, uh, Lou Donaldson on alto sax, John Simmons on bass, Shadow Wilson on drums, and Milt Jackson, of course, on vibes. How'd you like that piece, Larry? That was really nice as well. Uh, you know, with uh, Monk on there uh, playing a conservative piano, t- considering what Monk does, it was really good uh, listening to that. Uh, yeah, he has a distinctive style too. I like I like him. I like him a lot. Monk. Yeah. 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 That was uh, you know, you know, bop bop. That was just pure, you know, bop jazz, yeah, man. Yeah. And that was uh, in in the fifties, man. And you know, Milk Jackson was popular because he was at that time. The MJQs were pretty popular. Yeah, and I, I think of Lou Donaldson. I think of him as. as like a Stanley Turnitin yes, type, type, type of sax player. Sax player. Yeah. But he can play. Yeah, I just saw that. just heard that. Yeah, he, he can play, man. So that was Milt Jackson, man. Um, I, uh, you know, watching a little TV. I don't have a TV, but I watch the Internet, so I stream some stations and shows. And between that and my email, I'm getting bombarded with political messages. I don't know about you, but have you been seeing it a lot? I, I'm off the grid in terms of political stuff. I don't know why, but I haven't gotten a lot. I've gotten some. Yeah. And I get it I get it in the slow mail. Um, um, I haven't seen a lot in my email. And it may be because if I don't recognize it, I, I delete it. Okay. Yeah, I, just, I don't read a lot of the stuff that's in there. So yeah. it may be coming, and I'm just not uh, attuned to it. Are you a registered Democrat? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an independent. So yeah. maybe that's the reason why they're not sending me anything. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. You know, uh, I, it's the, it's the, I, I go Democrat because it's closer to my beliefs. Yeah, but, yeah uh, I understand it. I, I'm uh, you know, even them are a little too conservative for me, but I much rather them than the Republicans. And like I tell people, you know, if you can't find someone to vote for, then find somebody to, to vote, vote against. against. Yeah, yeah. You That's know. a good saying. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is a good saying. I am so nervous about this election in terms of what's going to happen in these key states. Yeah. With the Secretary of State. Not recognizing elections, well, we'll and see. I w- I saw something last night where uh, Trevor Noah has this guy that goes out and he goes into middle he goes into middle America and he uh, asks these tough questions of these people, and you know there was a question about whether or not they would accept the vote if it you know there was nothing mm-hmm. that was wrong with it. And they said no. <laughs> you know, so if that's the mentality, there is no way uh, that there's going to be uh, peace be- in this country. Well, there's a percent- couple, couple of these guys are talking about within the next couple of years, there's going to be civil war. Well, it won't be. I don't think there'll be a civil war. You're going to have incidences. They're going to do I mean, stuff. Um, but, uh, what is that? The, the brothers of the... I forget the name of the group. Proud Boys. The the Proud Boys. They yeah. they want war. They want. Yeah, I'm sure they do. 
They want war. They, they're, they're talking about it. They're yeah. ready for it. They have their guns. But they, uh, uh, they, a lot of them got caught up in on the FBI list, and I wouldn't be surprised if a lot they're of still, them— They're still probably on there. Yeah, if a lot of them didn't flip, and if some of them weren't FBI agents from the very beginning. Yeah. Oh, so, you know— yeah. I know how we know how they can infiltrate and and uh, yeah, but use you, things to their advantage. It depends on whether or not the president wants them to do it or not. I think he can talk to the head, which is well, what I think Donald did, uh, in terms of uh, of playing it light with these guys so that they can do whatever the hell well, they want. Well, the thing of the way it's supposed to work. Is that the Justice Department is separate, to be separate yes. from the executive branch? And I, I'm not worried about uh, Trump no more. You know, uh, I mean, don't slip him. I'm not sleeping him, but uh, I'm not worried about him. You know, I I I I'm more worried about these the level of of, of ignorance of the American public and the lies being put out there. Uh, That's the part I don't understand. The, yeah, one of the things, like in New York, for the governor, this guy Zeldin, the Republican candidate, keeps talking about the Democrats and bail reform, and that's letting all these prisoners out there. Well, it's a complete lie. Yeah, it's a complete lie. First of all, the bail system goes back to the 1600s, just out of England. And it's, you know, to get people so they don't go to jail. Uh, and it doesn't, that burden of expense is not on the taxpayer. And bail is set before any evidence is looked at. So there's, there's, there's no guilt here, nothing proven. You ain't proven no crime. All right? Now, the problem with the bail system is that it discriminates against poverty. It makes poverty a criminal act. So this country mainly has a cash bail. And, and, and if you can't afford to put the money up, your butt stay in jail. And if you're in New York and other big cities, you can be in jail a year, 14 months, 13 months, before you go to court. You know, And that system feeds into and helps create criminals. And so to eliminate the bail... It's going to make it an even playing field so rich folks themselves uh, will be treated the same as people who don't have the cash to put up. That's the, bi- that's the issue with the bail. That's, that's the bi- yeah, that's the issue. And the Republicans is making it like it's letting criminals out. It has nothing to do with letting anybody out. Uh, you know, and it's a big business, man. It's a couple billion dollar business. Bail bondsmen, man. Uh, if you get, if you have to set up, and this country is a cash thing, so so, the bondsmen will take ten to twenty percent of the bail automatically, and then the rest, they'll put up. And if they put up the money for you, they'll charge you outrageous interest. interest. Rate, yeah. So if if you don't have money, and you know you go to a bond, your family goes to try to get you out of jail because you haven't been proven guilty yet. Uh, they either go in debt or keep you in jail. Yeah, and they won't let you go in debt unless you got good credit rating and a history of paying bills and yeah. have an income that so satisfies them. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's it's not a question of 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 of, uh, of letting people out. The, the sent has nothing to do with the sentencing of a person. Uh, and so that's 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 where where. Where uh, the 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 basis of this, and you're dealing with a 14 billion dollar industry, man. When you look at the bail industry, and the funny thing of it is, is that the crime, people who annually commit crime, the numbers haven't gone up. The people who are in jail, numbers have gone up. All right, so. I'm not saying people are innocent or none of that. I'm just saying we have a system that favors people who have money or cash bail, you know, because the bail is 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 based on the premise that uh, everyone has equal uh, 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 treatment under the law, 
and that uh, you're innocent until proven guilty. You know, and I, this last guy who commits suicide in Rackers Island was in there for 14 months, hasn't gone to trial. Wow. So the average guy in Rackers Island, you know, is in there seven, eight months, some of them much longer, Yeah. even before they go to trial. So what do they do? They flea bargain. Yeah. So what the hell? It doesn't matter. I'll plead guilty if I can get out quicker. So it's not a question of of, uh, of uh, justice. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you, you got all this pre-trial stuff going on, but that's that's the argument. But but this guy is making it sound like they eliminate trying to eliminate bail and not let let all the criminals out. That's nothing to do with that. They're scaremongers. That's the yeah. Republican Party. Yeah. Is about scare scaring people. Yeah. Into believing what they want and they they lie they just i know flat out lie i have never seen so many politicians lie lie i know since donald came on board it was a thing like if they were caught in a lie you know they would be embarrassed about it yeah 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 now now (laughs) that's the standard mode of operation yeah 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 you look at uh uh Herschel Walker. Oh, God. I mean, he just lies, lies, lies. And, he, I mean, I think he doesn't know the difference between a truth and a lie. I don't think he knows a lot. Um, I don't think he's a very bright young man um, and should not be in government at any at anybody's calling. But he's not in government. That's the thing. He has no experience in government. He has not, not, yeah, I'm but not he wants to be a senator. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's crazy that they would even think of putting. Because they they're putting a, a black man against a, a black, black man. man. That, I, that the Republican part Party don't care what see, the IQ I level. I see that. I, <laughs> I see exactly what they did. I know exactly what they yeah. did. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. They but, think if they but can. But at least I think in Georgia there is a Republican in there. That's brighter than this guy. Oh, there's not tons of them. But the idea is that this guy might be able to fill 10, 15 percent of the black vote. Because he's a, uh, yeah. a, a former athlete. Yeah, and he's black. So he can pull a percentage of the black vote that will go along with the white vote, giving them enough to get Georgia back. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I, I see it. I don't like it, but I see it. Yeah. And I like uh, it's strategy. I, I understand that. You know, it's business. Yeah, but there's strategy and then there's integrity. So Damn, is that nothing, this yeah. has nothing to do with it. But this integrity. is not business. This is politics. Well, politics you can't are, run politics like business. Okay, I agree there. They, there's they, a big they, difference between running a business and running a you know a country in politics where you. But but Donald, Donald that's, that's the whole lives. thing with Donald. Donald was was the businessman who was running this country like yeah, like he was running because business. we 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 went away from trying to elect statesmen yeah. to elect businessmen. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know? Well, well, that's that. Once again, that falls on the Republican Party. We'll see what happens, man. Uh, We'll see. Let's get back to some music, man. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we can go off on this Just for hours, hours, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The two Here's of a, us, especially. Yeah. Here's a piece, man. This is John Coltrane, man. This is a piece he did in 1961 when he was still playing with Miles Davis called Africa from the African Brass album. John Coltrane. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Wow, John Coltrane, the uh, African br- the Brass album. Uh, that piece was uh, Africa, recorded in 1971 with Coltrane on sax, McCoy Tino on piano, Elvin Jones on drums, Paul Chambers on bass, Eric Doffey, and a whole bunch of other very talented musicians, man. Uh, 1961, man. That, he was smoking then, man. Yeah, yeah, it sure was. Was that uh, was there a baritone on on there as well? Uh, baritone. Uh, 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 it's it has a similar sound to a trombone. Um, it may have been. There was a bunch of uh, brass and horns on. Yeah, it. yeah. So it probably was. Yeah. So you know. Uh, that's a piece that people don't play much, but it's it's extremely, oh, it's extremely creative. Oh yeah, yeah. You can hear the you can hear the uh, the animals. And that's, the, right. that's exactly. I yeah. hear animals. I heard there. it too. Yeah. You know, it was the the idea of almost a sophisticated jungle, uh, but not a not a wild jungle. No. Something that symbolizes the nature in Africa, the uh, the terrain and the animals and yeah. the diversity. Like the yeah. like, like I just heard elephants like yeah. calling out to each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I hear you. You know, when I first listened to that years ago, I didn't hear that, but I heard it now. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got time for one more piece, folks. And here, here's a lady. After after listening to that, I I I think we got a player. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, Sarah Vaughn on a song called Misty, recorded in Sweden in 1964. Sit back and enjoy the, the beauty of Sarah Vaughan. Thank you. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very nervous up here. I got a cold today. Today I got to do TV, I got a cold, that's fine. But anyway, I do hope that you are enjoying our show. And right now I'd like to do a little tune that I recorded while I was over here in, not in Stockholm, but while I was in Paris in 58. Tune that was written by Earl Garner. And I do hope you enjoy Misty. I'm sorry I don't speak your language. Taxamika? Look at me. I'm as helpless as a kitten up a tree. Feel like I'm clinging to a cloth. I get misty just holding your hand Walk my way And a thousand violins begin to play Might be the sound of your hello, that music I hear. I get misty the moment you're near. You can see that you are leading me On my own 
Servon, Misty Men. I love the way she modulates her voice. Yeah. I mean, she can bring it down. Man, the voice like, like Yeah. Voice like that comes around not very often, man. No. Wow. Wow. I can listen to Servon, man, all day long. Yeah, yeah. That makes two of us. Yeah. Well, Larry, uh, it's that time, brother. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, I think we had a pretty good show. I enjoyed it. Me too. You know, so... Uh, uh, thanks for being here, man. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. I really do. Yeah, it was a good show. And uh, folks out there, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday. And always, as always, peace and love until the next time. Turns me your Come and do with me any little thing you want to. Anything, baby, just let me get next to you. Am I insane or do I really see heaven in your eyes? Bright as stars that shine up above you. In the clear blue skies How I worry about you Just can't live my life without you Baby, come here Don't have no fear Oh, is there wonder why I'm really feeling in the mood for love So tell me why Stop to think About this weather, my dear this little dream might fade away There I go a-talking out of my head again Oh baby, won't you come and put our two hearts together That would make me strong and breathe Ooh, when we are one I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid If there's a cloud up above Go on and let it rain I'm sure our love together will endure a hurricane Oh my baby, won't you please let me love you And give me relief from this awful misery
before. Don't you understand me? Now, baby, please pull yourself together. Do it soon. My soul's on fire. Come on and take me. I'll be what you make me, my darling, my dear. Oh, baby, you make me feel so good. Let me take you by the hand. Come, let us visit our Maybe there we can find a good place to use a loving state of mind. I'm so tired of being without and never knowing what love's about. James Woody, you can come on in, man, and you can blow now if you want to. We're through. <laughs>